Well, we made it to the Ryan Mighty. We found Felipe Madamba. He was in much worse shape than we had hoped. He did not sound like he had high expectations for our mission, but after we told him that the tower had been burned down and Air Augie Grappa had been killed, his mood shifted a little bit, and we came up with a plan of how to attempt to win the first battle of the inevitable war between Hawk and Monterre as the Monterran warships make their way toward a dam in a pond called Water's End that has a mysterious hole underneath it where Felipe aims to take us to find the source of our powers and help us win freedom for the Breen Valley. He also asked to be my patron, which I am quite unsure about. But I suppose we'll have to see how that goes. Are you ready for the dungeon, dads? Yeah, baby. Yeah. I'm ready. Welcome, everybody, back to the podcast. Uh, as always, I am your DM, Tom Blaylock. You are listening to the Dungeon Dads podcast. Oh, intro's on point. <sighs> intro's on point. Woo. Ooh, <laughs> so far. Um, as always, I am joined by Sam Frank, who is playing uh, Abel Rockbrother, the Tempest Cleric of War. And, War. Uh, War yeah, never changes. <laughs> Cockblocker extraordinaire. <laughs> <laughs> and by cockblocker, I mean getting in the way of my fucking railroad. Uh, it's fine. <laughs> it's cool. It's cool. <laughs> uh, I'm the John, snidely whiplash. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Putting stuff on the railroad tracks. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. Um we have the uh, Charlie Chaplin of the group, uh, Tim Carr, who's always willing to lay down on the old uh, railroad tracks. Thanks, um, <laughs> <laughs> Bill Majira. I have to silently wave hello. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, we can't tip, do Charlie tip Chaplin. My, tip my hat and yeah, wiggle my feet. <laughs> uh, John Watson playing the wizard Iona Silhavine. How's it going, John? Man, I'm I'm doing pretty good. I'm ready to get on this boat and. Get down to business. Well, that's going to happen. Um, I mean, the thing that I want to remind you all about is that uh, you are going – this mission, this uh, this plan that you hatched is essentially to get in the boat, take out two embankments which have a, uh, a river chain that is uh, aimed at stopping like large ships, and then – I guess make landfall past the embankments, sneak around to the fort that's on the dam, and then wait until the Monteran warships arrive and are under fire and getting destroyed, and then come out like heroes and save the Monterans for some reason of making you all seem great. This is like basically this is basically the plan, yes? I mean you said it like it's not an awesome plan. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded pretty awesome when Sam it's 
You well, know? it's awesome. It's different from what my railroad was going to take you, where my railroad was going to take you. So I'm a little, <laughs> hit you know, it's hard for me tracks. to see it. It's hard for me to see the brilliance of it right now. <laughs> Ending up at a similar destination, I feel like. Yeah, and I think listen, so. if any of the Montarans a- ask, no, we are not waiting for them to be attacked so we can look like heroes. Their <laughs> distraction will be critical in our ability to take the fort. Yeah, sure. There's um, with us the small force that we have a frontal assault without any you know uh, assistance would be you know not nearly as effective. Not nearly as effective. I think that's right. I think that's right. And I think and that's what we will tell any Montarans who ask. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have to prepare for the name of the general who is on this ship, which I'm not ready for, but I will be ready for by the time it happens well, in four episodes. Also, <laughs> not to put any ideas in your head, Tom, but it's very clear to me that the fact that the signal went up, but the dam had not been destroyed is totally Felipe Madamba's fault. And we oh. should all stick to that. Yeah, you know, I think that's com- I think completely that's probably. and utterly. Yes, sure. <laughs> and that we are having to, you know, we had to think fast in order to save the day from his, you know, fuck up. But I'm not, not telling him that. Not it's not entirely. Alive. It's I think that's I think that's all true. I think it's all true. Um, all right, so let's get underway. Um, you you have crowded onto his boat. He is looking heroic. Uh, oh, guys. I'm getting some real, some real apocalypse now vibes right now. (laughs) (laughs) Suddenly, suddenly, in an instant, suddenly this plan doesn't seem as good as I thought it did. Listen, you give you give Tom too much of the plan, and now he's had time to think and counter plan. No, no, I'm not going to counter plan. I mean, I'm excited. I'm excited to see how this thing plays out. Um, uh, uh, You have two rowers. You have one sail in back. Um, this is a bireme longship that usually has two sails, but uh, only one sail so, is. So it can go both directions. So it can go both, both, both ways. Yes, that's right. Both ways, yeah. Um, and uh, and so <laughs> and so um, <laughs> it's bireme curious. Uh, it has never it's never actually gone both ways. Uh, <laughs> I mean, one sail is up. I mean, you already said. Yeah. That's right. Um, so, so it it will be moving. Uh, at least when you push off from the mill, it's going to be moving uh, forty feet uh, per per round, so per six seconds. Uh, and I will give you some scenarios as we go down the river, but it's a fairly quick moving river, and uh, and with the rowers. Um, you get a little extra oomph and you have a little bit of maneuverability. Now, the thing to think about throughout this whole, the whole boat trip here that you're doing, you have a couple of options that you need to decide now. When you are in the middle of the river, uh, the river is about, let me see, I have it written down here. The river is uh, about 100 feet wide in most places. Um, and so if you are in the middle of the river, if someone is shooting from, from, uh, from the, 
the shores, it's about 50 to 60 feet if they're right up on you. You can move faster, but you can be seen there. If you take the boat on closer to the shore, you'll be moving slower. You have more chances to hit rocks, but you have the potential to be hidden at times uh, by foliage and uh, and you won't be so obvious coming straight down the river in places that are straight straight away. Now you have a map, so you can kind of see where there's major curves. Um, I'm going to assume uh, probably Abel uh, among all of you has, you know, while not put it into memory <laughs> identically, he has a really good sense of the flow of the river. Um, you have about an hour and a half to two hours until at the at the in the in the center of the 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 river until you get to the embankments with the with the chains um felipe knows that there are archers all along the banks in various places and the thing he doesn't know and he sort of shares this with you is that there could they the the smoke going up could have changed the dynamics of the of the three-way like they some 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 of these guys could have been called back to their to their forts some of these guys, you know, maybe they've run away or maybe they have moved to the river. Like they, like he doesn't know what they know about the Monterans. So they, you know, it's like, you don't know if they know if the ships are coming basically is what I'm saying. Um, and so this is the main thing I want you to know for now. So are we on the boat yet? You're on the boat. Yeah. You're on the boat and you're pushing off. So, well, sorry, you go ahead. You go first, John. No, I was just trying to, I was trying to decide if I had, if I had an hour and 10 minutes, I could uh, turn Saber into an eagle or a hawk. What? So, yeah, with an hour and 10 minutes, you could do it. Um, do it on the boat, right? Yeah, right, because if we had an hour and a half before we run into, um, you know, I don't well, want to the be cutting, cutting it close. Yeah. yeah. Does this longboat have, is it all just, is it an open boat? Like there's no stories, there's no cover, there's nothing. So so he put, th- there's, a, there's a cover uh, in the very, very back um, where there is a ballista that is okay. mounted in the back. Um, and it's got some cover on it. Uh, it's about a 50 foot boat. And, uh, and Felipe is up front. You have a couple of choices. Sam, uh, Abel will attract the arrows, obviously to him. Um, Felipe is important. The rowers are important. The rowers will not be need to make any, uh, skill checks to keep the river, to, to keep the boat, like where it's supposed to be going. So I think. Uh, at this point, especially if the Hark army is in the disarray that we hope it is, that speed is our friend. Yeah. Right? That that trying to remain unseen going along the banks will be a lot better just hauling ass right down the middle and hoping that if anybody sees us, they don't care. Yeah. If you went by the banks and the warships were going down the center of the river, they could mm-hmm. easily catch and overtake you. Mm-hmm. Um. Like, you don't know if they're going to be hauling ass. So I'm also thinking, and I don't know if this is too much. That's not exactly metagaming, 
<laughs> rules rules lawyering, but we could put me in full cover in the middle of the boat. You know, if we've got this thing that we're building up around the chest or or whatever. Um, and as long as everybody stays within 10 feet of me, whether you're in cover or not, or walking around or doing stuff, ranged attacks will still target me in full cover. Right. With plus five AC. Right. Yeah. Nice. So Felipe is not going to move back from the bow of the ship. (laughs) The rowers are in the very middle of the ship. So they're 25 feet from the Mm -hmm. front. He is five feet from the front. So you could, you would have to like position yourself. I I didn't bring this up all the, also last episode, but you said two guys could carry this boat. I'm like, no fucking way, man. Yeah. Well, (laughs) two extra guys because you got the two rowers. So this is a, this is a four people can carry this boat. And I'm using the, um, the long ship stats from the Dungeon Master's Guide. So it, it says four people can carry. As long as one of them is not Jonas. Right, yeah. exactly. Well, you, you have two rowers. You have two rowers. No, and you got Phil near. Yeah, yes. We don't We don't need the uh, the old blueberry on the toothpick. No. Breaking his spindly elbows. <laughs> you need those for casting spells, Jonas. <laughs> um, so I could also, if Felipe's not going to leave the front, I could put him and I, I could put he and I in a tiny hut at the front. Hmm. Interesting. Huh. Does that that get, I don't know that if the tiny hut's the gonna move with the boat. It moves with me. Nah. I'm sitting on a surface and then the tiny hut goes around me and I'm not moving. Oh, that's a good question. Oh man, I don't like that. The earth is moving and it moves with the you know what I'm saying? Like Are it, we going physics now? I'm just saying Are the earth doing? is moving in a circle. The tiny <laughs> hut doesn't just sit still. If I'm sitting on a boat, That's true. then the, I can pull up a tiny hut and it moves with the surface that I'm sitting on. It's not an illusion. It's not 10 feet wide, though. It is 10 feet wide. Not the boat. Oh, the boat's not 10 feet wide. Hmm. I wish you had a rope trick. Well, that would... And then the, the boat then would just tie, leave you. Then I could tie the, boat to, <laughs> tie the rope to the boat. It would just stop. <laughs> Oh man, John, that's really smart, and I don't want to take it away from you. But I also want people to be able to shoot you. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> well, the I have another. It's if that doesn't work, I also have wall of force. That that I don't think. I think tiny that's huts overkill. more likely to move with you. Yeah, uh, you know what? I'm going to allow this to go. In the moment. So when you cast it, I'll let you know how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Did I, before we got on the boat, can I turn Saber into a, a hawk? No, I thought you were going to spend your time on the boat chaining him into a hawk. That's well, a, spend your, t- yeah, you can spend your time on the boat chaining him into a hawk. For sure. Yeah, but this is, it's, it's too late then. <laughs> I think you should not change him into a hawk right now. <sighs> All right. I think that's uh, 
Not I think, yet. I think, Not that's right gonna, I think that's going to mess my stuff up. I got it. it the story <laughs> will be less exciting <laughs> if you change him into a hawk. I think that's what Tom is saying. It's going to mess all my stuff up, John. Don't, don't do it. Uh, you know right. what? I'll focus on the tiny hut. Change him into a hawk and then no hut. You can have a hawk or you can have a hut. Your choice. That's interesting. If hawk we have or a, hut. If we have a hawk, we know where the archers are coming from. Maybe. Yep. Hut or hawk. Hut or hawk? Hut one. Hut two. <laughs> All right. I think it's. I think. I think that hawk the three? the hut is if 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 it's a guaranteed hut, then I it's think not a guaranteed a, hut, but you can have it. That's some bullshit. That's some bullshit. <laughs> All right. The boat pushes off, and and wait, Felipe. Wait, wait, let me in first. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, and Felipe is up front, and he uh, he says, "Can you smell?" Can you smell that river? It doesn't smell like the Breen, but it is a lovely river. And and the wind is whipping up through his gray, frizzled hair. And as you get underway, he points ahead and says, Archers, 500 feet on the left. Be ready. Look alive. I'm going to cast Water Walk as a ritual. Okay. You said it was 40 feet per F- turn. 500 feet. Oh, no, yeah. No, no, no. But movement. But is that with the rowers or that's without the rowers? Without the rowers. So with the rowers going at full bore. Oh, sorry. With the rowers. That's with the rowers at full bore. Okay. Uh, um, but not a dash. A right. dash, you can go even faster. Yeah. Got it. You can double okay. it. So you can. I don't know if you have time to cast it yeah, as a ritual. We don't, we don't have enough time. You don't have yeah. ten minutes before we get there. We've got like a minute and a half. Well, Less he was supposed that. to give us warning for is this the the first embankment or is this just no? Just it's not an embankment. This is just like sometimes there are archers here. Oh, okay. Um, well, then then screw that. Yeah, I mean, so, I'm going to start casting it anyway as a ritual. Okay. I have that happens. war quiver. Um. Uh huh. I'm going to set that up on the boat and make myself a longbow. Sweet. So when you get about 300 feet away from where he pointed, you see two guys on the shore, uh, cleaning their, their cleaning something in the river. And they sort of wait for a little bit and you start getting a little closer and, they run into the into the forest from 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 the riverbank. Wait, what are they about, wearing before they run off? Uh, they are they're wearing heart colors. They're wearing red tunics. And and how close are we when they run off? Uh, Three hundred feet. They they see you and they run off. Okay. And you make it to them and pass them. You don't see them in the woods. And you keep going on. Speed, and, speed, fellas. We can move faster than they can. Yeah. And so they, they are, your, your, your rowers are rowing as fast as they can. And you're doing about 80 feet uh, uh, per round at this point. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ritual cast the hut near Felipe. Okay. And um, I'm, so I'm going to be <laughs> in full cover by the rowers. Okay. All right, so just Jonas imagine him laying, laying down on the ground where you can't really see him. 
but yeah. he's there and he's got a shield over his face. Like, <laughs> yeah, and I'm casting my water walk ritual into the air, you know. Okay. All right. Cool. All right. So when you when the hut comes up, John, Felipe says, "No, no, but they can't see in. They won't see me." This is this is the point. We're trying to keep you protected until we're done with this. Protected, yes, but they need to see me. Fine. Walk out, let them see you, then walk back in. Uh so he walks back to where the rowers are. And and he's there. Near Abel. Good enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um and uh they keep going and they're really, they're really hauling ass. And, uh, you get about an hour down, down the river and you're still really hauling ass and they're, they're going around curves. There's a couple of areas where there's white water, where it's the, where they're, it's a little shallower and they do a wonderful job of sort of avoiding rocks and sort of making their turns. I mean, even in a long boat like this, it's, uh, it, you know, you'd, you'd expect to hit some rock, you expect to hit some rocks, even in the, like it's a narrow, but they're making it seem like it's just super, super smooth. And, uh, your water walk is up, Sam. Now who all gets a water walk? Uh, up to 10 people of my choosing. Okay. All right. Um, oh, one so I'm thing we have just everybody on the boat. Yeah, one thing we have to um, clarify: uh, Pawson cannot be on the boat with you, so he's not there. Um, I'm no, assuming he's get our with the Rangers. With I'm, I'm assuming he's with the Rangers on the mm-hmm. on the shore. Yeah, is Percy with you or with Pawson? He's he's with us by the chest. By the chest. Okay. All right. Sitting in the tiny hut for sure. In the tiny hut. Okay. Yeah. So you got him. You got him with the tiny hut. Okay. Um, so, uh, so I'm just thinking about what this boat looks like, you know, yeah. sort of a 50 foot boat going down the river with a little, uh, 10 foot radius knob on the end of it. It's so, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's very, it's very weird. And, the, and it, and it is like, like the water doesn't even get in. And so, um, I'm, I'm assuming it'll slow it down a little bit and not, well, here's not the a thing. lot. It's a dome, right? So it yeah. just the bottom is it at Jonas? Is it oh. flat? Yeah. So, yeah. so someone it's could not a dig sphere. down. So someone could dig down and come up underneath it. Then is that what you're saying? Yeah. I mean, they'd uh, still hit the bottom of the. Dome, I think there's right? a plane. There's a plane underneath as well. Underneath it's my feet, flat. but it's a flat okay. plane. It's a flat. It's a semicircle. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, yeah. Okay. Then it's not touching the water. Fine. Fine. The top half um, of the sphere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, top half of the sphere. Okay, um, so so about an hour down the river, it starts getting narrow in one of these whitewater areas, and uh, it's going to get down to about fifty feet across. And so, hitting the middle, you'll only be about twenty five feet away from the shores here. Okay. And Madamba says, um, "They are always here." Uh, I. I do not see them though. They usually have a camp there and there and there. And he's pointing like not far away from where you guys are. And he says, I, I don't understand. They're in disarray, Madamba. And, and he says, maybe, maybe so. And he sort of rises up as high as he can and sort of like looks, looks out. He says, 
would 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 one of you lift me up? I'll I'll uh I'll lift him up. Okay. Um, and so he's like, uh, kind of not on your shoulder, but maybe like you're kind of holding him up next to your face. Maybe I don't know. Like I mean, I I'm the shortest I... of the group, so this is kind of yeah. a funny thing. But um... <laughs> yeah, but you know, he's he's really really short. He's like yeah. barely two feet tall. I'm flat in the bottom of yeah. the boat. I'm yeah. not kidding. No. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Um. Uh. Give it's me a constitution saving throw. Felipe. Yeah. Give me a constitution saving throw, Abel. What? Oh, is this going to be if the the boat messes up my back? No. 18, 18 okay. baby. So you you definitely you definitely feel a little sick. Um but but you're all right. You're not throwing up. And you, you're being jostled around, you know, you're looking <laughs> up the sky. That's I love probably not the best thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and um and Filner, as you're holding up Madamba, um give me a perception check. Okay. 23. Okay, you see two archers in the trees right before they unleash arrows. And uh, and the first arrow is coming, and it comes like it's right coming toward you. I rolled a 17. And as soon as it starts to get closer to the boat, it just like takes a nosedive and, and hits the side of the boat right next to Abel. And the next one comes and does something kind of similar. Um, uh, and well, you get, you're in, you're in full cover. So it, this one, this one comes and, and hits inside the boat. I rolled 20, not a natural mm-hmm. 20. Um, and, and it hits on Abel's uh, shield and, and one more in, comes in. They're in the trees. You said they're in the trees. Uh, and this one just whizzes right over Madama's head. Uh, I rolled a natural one on this one, and and you can see that there are three men in the trees, and they are just like loading another arrow into into their. They're just knocking another arrow as you guys are approaching. How tall are the trees? The trees are forty feet high, and they're they're that high up. Oh no, they're on the ground. They're just oh. hiding behind. They're just like in oh, the trees, in the okay. sense of like on the yeah. Tom, um, I was gonna pull them the out trees. of the trees and make <sighs> them fall. That's cool, but that's I won't. cool. I could. Can I shoot back at them? Yeah, you can shoot back at them. All right, throw them back in here, Phil. Near speed, speed rowers. Uh, first one, seventeen. Yeah, so that'll have a minus two. It h- hits the tree next to one of the guys. Okay, and I get two shots per attack so okay uh second one's a 23 minus two so 21 you get two shots per attack yeah because i have this is this is the nice thing about a longbow it doesn't have a loading feet and i have like i get two swings with my sword this Uh, works for a bow too right no okay (laughs) yeah so yeah i worded it incorrectly no it's not two shots per attack it's that i get to attack when i attack action yes yeah yeah right uh okay so that one, 13 damage. Oh, so he is so surprised and, uh, and he just ducks back behind the, the, the tree. Um, do you guys want to do anything other than let Phil near shoot at him? Mm, nope. <laughs> All right, so we'll just, anyway, we'll just exchange shots then Phil near, mm-hmm. uh, for the next four rounds. So, um, uh, 80 feet per round. We need to exchange shots for four rounds. Okay. 
unless you want to give up after you're at a range. I mean, I, I think I, I think if we're far enough past them and I feel like we're safe, I probably would just, you know, try to take one out. Sam does a 19 hit. A 19 would not hit. Okay. My AC right now is a 24. Oh, well. Right. With so his I, cover. I did. I did minus. So I, I roll a 24. Yeah, I see um, that. Um, I don't know why you asked about a 19. Well, because I was I was doing the minus five for, for yep. the full. Uh, what's your AC without okay, cover? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. You were already doing the math. I yes, was doing it. So, yes. A 19 will hit. Okay. So basically this arrow comes and it's look it looks like it's headed straight toward you, Filnir, and then it just like takes a nosedive and hits Abel right in the leg. And and uh you I need to give you and you need to give me a um a oh no, this you don't have a saving throw for this. So it's laced with poison, and so you're gonna take eleven piercing damage and thirteen poison damage. Well, it's going to take half the piercing, right? Because of resistance. Oh, right. He yes. has resistance. So I have resistance yep. to piercing. So I take five from that. That's why he's poisoning all his arrows. Um, <laughs> and he doesn't realize that he has hit you. Uh-huh. And you hear him cursing and saying, they're protected by some kind of infernal magic. Back to the fort. Back to the fort. Oh, God damn it. Oh, that hurt. And they they start to run. And Filner, you can have an attack if you would like to attack them. Sure, yeah, I'll shoot the same one that I hit before. Um, and he's out of cover, so twenty three to hit hits. Yeah, twelve piercing damage. Yeah. Okay. And then if he's not down, I'll shoot one more because I get yeah, two shots. Yeah, get one more. Get one more. Twenty nine to oh. hit. That's a natural twenty. Holy shit. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Uh, Wow, I rolled an 8 and a 2 on my dice, so that's 15 total damage. Not that much better than the (laughs) non-crit. The arrow, it it almost looks like it misses him because you see the arrow go up, it arcs up, and it like you think it's going to hit him, and then you see it hit the ground in front of him, and he runs for a few more steps, and then you see him just fall flat in his face and you see blood shooting up from the back of his throat and and the other one continues sprinting off uh, how close do i have to be to lift a specter did up? you get him did you get him film here god damn <laughs> <laughs> it hurts it hurts um yeah can i raise it as a specter <laughs> how far away does that can it be it doesn't say it just says you can you, raise it as a specter can, yeah when you slay a humanoid, you can cause its spirits to rise from its course as a specter. Yeah, sure. Are you going to have so, the specter chase the other guy? I mean, I think it would chase the other guys briefly and then just just follow us down the river. Like, I need one on my team. It went away when I long rested, so. Uh, I mean, you can adjudicate that however you want. We can, we Steven, can focus. No. Steven, <laughs> we can focus on our action and just say like the specter scares them off further. But yeah, no, he he he, he can catch. Let's, let's if you send him to, to attack him, he can catch him and kill him for sure. Uh, we can just adjudicate it that way. You don't have to roll sure. for him. Okay. He'll kill him. He'll kill him. Okay. Eventually. 
Yeah. Eventually he'll kill him. Yeah. I uh, mean, he does have, like, they can attack him too, but they obviously are at disadvantage with ranged weapons if he's in melee range. Roll me a D8. And then what's his movement speed? His movement speed is... I want to say it's... 50. I think it's yeah, 50. Yes, 50 because he's flying. Wow. All right. um, That's then, how so. many turns it will take for him to a seven. So he'll be 350 feet away when he finishes killing the guy. Okay. And and he'll be making his way back toward you, but he'll make it back. Yeah. So And he can dash too to come back. So he could hit yeah. 100 per turn. So he could catch us up even on the boat. Okay. Um, yeah. So Felipe is just flabbergasted. He does not understand why there's not more resistance on on the shores. And he looks back and he says, you burned the tower and you really killed everyone inside. As far as we know. And no Agi Grappa. She is absolutely deceased. Some say it was the hottest of lunches. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Hottest lunch the Breen Valley ever did see. <laughs> I guess it would be. I don't understand. I wonder if the fort will even be occupied. Could they have just abandoned all of it? Well, now let's not get too optimistic. (laughs) Oh, that was not optimism. I want the world to know that I am back. And and he is sort of like looks out longingly at the shores. I know the man responsible for manning that fort, and something tells me he wouldn't leave it undefended. (laughs) 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 But we shall see. (laughs) All right. So so you make your way. You're getting very close now to the embankments. And um, when you get about... uh, You're about 500 feet away from the turn... And so basically the river makes a hard right turn uh, uh, around a, uh, a short cliff side. So there's a small little cliff that's in the middle of the river and the river is snaking around that mountain. And so there's like, it, it goes up on either side. So you know that the embankments are coming up, but you cannot see it, which, you know, you, you kind of realize quickly that this is the perfect place for an ambush of ships coming because they have to make this turn. It's very difficult. And then if there's a chain there, uh, it will just rip ships apart once they, once they um, get into the straightaway. And, uh, and, and, and Felipe says, if there's anything you need to do to prepare, do it now. I will switch back to my shield and, uh, bring, uh, Kego set back into my hand. Okay. So lose the longbow. I mean, I assume we would have done this before, but can you just describe this embankment to us? Yeah. So what you're expecting is at the edges of these two cliffs, um, on on the actual shore, about uh, sixty feet away from the water on either side. So, if you are in the middle, you're going to have about fifty to sixty feet to the the shore, and another sixty feet to the embankment uh, beyond that. 
Felipe sort of drew you a picture of what it looks like. There is a 10-foot wall that comes up that people can hide behind. And then there is a small uh, wheelhouse on both of these on, on the on the right shore where they will tighten the chain and it will bring it out so it it makes it taut mm-hmm. um and there's one on each side but there's the 10 foot wall is only on one side only on one side that's correct on the other side there will be men um but they there is no wheelhouse for them to bring the chain up so the the wheelhouse is only on one side um, and it's very well defended. I mean, it's a 10 foot wall that sort of surrounds this wheelhouse. Right. But then where the chain is connected on the other side of the river. Uh, it is just, um, as far as he knows, it's on a large rock that men are protecting, but it is, it is, uh, it is bolted in to this large rock. And, but there, so there are men protecting it, but not necessarily a fortification on that side. Not a fortification on that side. That's correct. So I think our goal should be to just break the chain and move on and not necessarily deal with the fortification at all. Right? Yeah. I mean, they, we have we were any told they have archers. To... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Felipe told you they have six to 10 archers on each side. Um, and, uh, and, at the wheelhouse, they have men who turn the wheel who are also foot soldiers. Right. And how far how far to the uh, embankment? You said 120 feet? So it's 60. So the, the wall is 60 feet from the uh, shore. If you're in the middle, you'll be 120 feet from the wall. And the and the and the wheelhouse is a little bit further on 15, 20 feet from that. Uh, so the chain is going to have 80 feet on the shore. And then it sort of loops up and goes up toward the rock on the other embankment. And that's another 50 feet away from the, from the shore. So this chain is long. This chain is what, what does that make it? Three, 225 feet long so how far is the rock from me the rock from you will be uh well once you get right up on it it'll be um uh, 110 feet away from you do you think you can shatter it uh no um i'm gonna hold my hand up and a kind of light, bright purplish light is going to come from my hand and form up behind me and grow and grow and grow until it also turns into a hand. I'm going to cast Silhavin's mighty hand. (laughs) Just to to be clear, you're going to cast it once you get inside of the thing or you're going to cast it now uh, i think i can only have it for a minute so i would wait I would i'm wait. gonna i'm gonna wait till we get close enough to, for me to grab the rock okay oh oh is this uh bigby's hand yes oh okay cool cool all right 
And he's going to grab the rock and take it to the <laughs> hole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Cool. Um, all right. So when you get within about 200 feet of the turn, um, a uh, you see two men up on the cliff straight ahead. And uh, and they unleash arrows at you. Uh, and uh, yeah, that's gonna miss. You're still able. You're still down uh, below. When you say right? at you, do you mean at John or at me? At the ship. It's at the ship. Basically, they're too far away to see anybody in particular. Okay. Well, I mean, if they're if they're shooting at John, they bounce harmlessly off of the. Um, off the hut. The head of our long still in my hut. Okay. All right. So they'll hit the hut. This will hit the hut. And this is another 15. This will hit the hut. So these two arrows come and shoot and hit hit the hut and bounce off. Um, Make sure they shoot the tip. <laughs> Just the tip. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so the... Uh, the two oarsmen say, "Everybody, you're gonna have to hold on. We're gonna hit this turn, and it's gonna. We're gonna. The, the boat's gonna gonna go to the right, and then we're gonna go to the left, and we're gonna have to row like hell. Um, there are actually two more sets of oars. Uh, you, if if you help, we we might be able to make this turn more safely. Uh, if you uh, if you don't, we're gonna have to roll athletics checks." <laughs> <laughs> uh and it's one person per set of oars right yeah mm. they're not terrible by right. the way yeah they can they can they can do it without you but uh i mean i could do it mr percy's not doing anything he could do it too uh, i will do it uh yeah he's strong man yeah i will he is, do it he's i'm strong. in the bottom of the boat yeah uh so yeah i'll do it i'll have to put down my shield but that's fine okay all right so so the two of you go in there give me just give give me just one athletics check tim um Uh, and this is just in just in case uh the thing happens which i I rolled a natural one okay which is a six okay fair (laughs) to be fair yeah, there's no it's natural. There's no natural one on a no no crit fails. A, a okay, um, all right. So here's what's going to happen. You make the turn, and uh, and that's a hell of an athletic score you got there. Proficiency, yeah, my friend. That's <laughs> a lot. that's great. Uh, so you make the turn, and then you start to pull on the other one. And the which side are you on, Tim? Left or right? Uh, let's say I'm on the right. So, uh, so the boat starts to veer more to the left, and Mister Percy is pulling like crazy. And you see that Filnir's oar is barely even dipping into the water, and so he's he's pulling and he's doing a decent job, uh, but it's not actually making purchase with the water as much as they want. And the two oarsmen say, "Pull hard, right? Pull hard, right?" And they're doing their best, and the boat starts to. To, to just makes its way further and further to, to the to the right. So, when you pull out into the straightaway, you're only five feet away from the from the uh, from the rocks on the 
right-hand side. So now the embankment with the wall and the chain house is only 80 feet away from you. Uh, and the rock with the chain on it is now a hundred and um, uh, hundred and thirty-five feet away from you. Okay, so and drifted, and to it's the about side. twenty feet ahead what's, in the in the river. What's the range on Bigby's hand? One hundred and twenty. Oh, how did I know that was the case? <laughs> <laughs> so wait, so you can't get the rock, but you could get the chain. I could, yeah. I could get the chain and yank it. Yeah, um, and. Uh, and as soon as you make this turn, we're going to do an average initiative. And this is going to be everyone in the boat versus everyone on the shore. And uh, these guys all have the same initiative anyway. So, um, all right. Five. 19. Okay. Ugh, six. <laughs> okay. Jesus. And Percy. That's okay. And uh, does Felipe get initiative? I know he can't cast Felipe's spells. Felipe's not but... going to do, do initiative. All right, so theirs was we nine. We average to a ten. Hey! So you guys <laughs> win. So you guys are going to win. Y'all welcome. Uh, yeah, right? Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Um, all right, so, so you see by the rock, there are five guys over there with bows ready and they're going to fire and by the boathouse where the wall is you cannot see anyone and we're 135 feet from the side with the rock how far are we from the guys uh you are 130 yeah they're at the rock they're at the rock okay all right well who's going first you'll go tim okay uh Phil Nears first. And your Spectre is over on that side, I'm assuming. Oh, has he caught up to us? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh yeah, then I for sure It's an gonna... hour later, unless he goes away. Does he go away after uh... until I long rest? So I would okay. for sure send him toward them. Okay. okay. Um So he won't get there this this turn, he'll get there next turn if he dashes. <sighs> Yeah, shit, all my spells have a range of 120, just like John's, and I put my bow away. Um, so, yeah, there's not really much I can do until I see somebody on the uh, on the boathouse side. Um, so here's what I will do. I will ready an Eldritch Blast and watch the wheel side Okay. Uh, for anybody over there. Okay. All right. Uh, John. So I will look at uh, the rock, and I can see the chain attached to the rock. It's not taut yet, right? Or is it? It's not taut. It's in the water, um, and it's not very deep. So you're going to hit it, but the longboat is shallow enough that it should be able to skip right over the the chain. Uh, so I'm just going to uh, cast. Um, Gosh, I was wondering if I could do something really cool with it. Uh, I'm going to cast Bigby's hand, grab the chain, and try to pull the rock closer to the. Uh, actually, what I want to do is I'm going to I'm going to take the chain, I'm going to lift it into the air, and try to lift the rock off the ground. Okay, if you lift it, it it will pull the rock 
toward you. What is the weight limit on on Ionis's magical hand? On Ionis's mighty hand. Uh, I don't think there's a weight limit necessarily. It is uh, my strength is a twenty six. Okay. So I've got like dragon level strength. Okay. So so here's the deal. Um, I will give you an athletics check. I will give you advantage. Shouldn't you just use the hand strength score? I'm going to use the hand strength score. You for should athletics. use the, the hand, yeah, the hand plus, strength score. Plus yeah. eight. Yep, yeah, plus eight. So here's the only thing. Mm-hmm. To yank this and pull it, it will hit these dudes when it pulls it because they are right in front of the rock. Um, it is a 22, a DC 22 to yank this chain, and it's only going to move it enough to make it roll a little bit forward. And then if it does it, it will roll on its bolt, and it will probably stop rolling at that point. Okay. Telekinesis could probably lift this whole boulder, but Bigby's hand is not quite strong enough to just lift the boulder. Okay. It is designed to stop a warship, so I guess. Yeah. That bolt's got to be anchored in. That boulder's probably pretty big. Yeah. 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 But if, if I can at least move it to keep it from going taut, then we can go over it like Tom was saying. Well, we're not yeah. the problem. We're trying to do this for the Monterans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Either, either either way, but boats can go over top of it if I can keep if I can dis- disable it. Right. Uh, okay. So, what, what would be the DC check to pull the bolts out of the boulder? Easier or harder? I think, I think harder because I think that this thing, you know, it's one of those things where like wood glue is stronger than wood. Like mm-hmm. you're sort of mm-hmm. at that point where it, this 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 bolt is in there well, um, and the rock is a little yeah. I'll, I'll let me just see what your check is. What you, what you what you do in your athletics check? So, so it's plus eight, uh, and not proficiency. Um, I'm going to give you advantage, but not okay. proficiency. Okay. All right, here we go. All right, so that is. 21. Okay. You got to roll again. Roll it again. And then... Okay. Ooh. All right. So... 25. 25. Your hand appears, and it scoops into the water. Oh, you have to bring the hut down. The hut automatically comes down. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you you scoop into the water, and you lift the chain out, and the hand just sort of yanks the, the boulder, the chain toward you. And when it does so... The boulder takes a just barely moves, and it sort of like it it has this moment where it's sort of like still motion stasis, and then it rolls a half roll toward you and toward the boat, and it crushes two of the men who were standing in front of it, and uh, and they are caught underneath this boulder, and the chain is very slack now. How far? Uh, how far from the shore is it? Um, it is. It moved ten feet, uh, so it is now forty-five feet from the shore. Oh wow! And, yeah. Okay. Right. And then Shit. as a 
That's good, Jonas, but it's not good enough. We got to destroy this thing or disable it. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, that's that's my yeah. It's can true. We, my turn. T- can we Sam. can we steer the boat towards it, or is the current moving too fast? You can steer. You can steer toward it. Uh, so Percy and may, yeah. Yeah, we so stop, we may have to stop the boat and do this from the other side. Yeah, I go, I point and I go, we need to go there, there. All right. Uh, so give me athletics checks, Phil Near, and uh, I'll do one for Percy. It'll be and better than guys. a natural one, I hope. Let's see, a 12 total. Okay. And these guys both get a 12, and Percy got a 10. Uh, no, that's he, he got a 14. Um, uh, all right. So, so yeah, so you guys get the boat and it's sort of like you slow it down and, you know, one side is rowing backwards and one side's rowing forwards and you, you get to the chain area and one of the rowers, uh, dips the oar down and it catches the, the chain and you are sort of riding the chain and pulling it tight as it sort of loops toward the shore and then you get that momentum and he says, he says, prepare for impact. And, uh, and you hit the shore and, and sort of make landfall and the back of the boat spins back toward, uh, um, uh, toward the front. And, uh, you can now disembark if you would like. Sorry, which side are we on? We're on the bolt on side? The, on or? the boulder side, the boulder side. Okay. I think we should have been on the other side, but that's just me. Um, we've got so, to get this boulder into the water or get the bolt out of the rock if we're going to disable this. So it's my turn? Yeah. All right. And so, and you said the boulder is 45 feet from shore? Yes. And how many guys are near it? Uh, there's only three guys left. There's two guys that have been rolled up under the boulder. And right. the other, t- other three guys look like they're interested in getting their friends out. Okay. Not I, hardened soldiers. <laughs> I am going to... Going to dash towards the boulder. Okay. And I'm going to yell at them, Fly, you fools! <laughs> <laughs> you better Wait. run! You wanted to fly. Sprinting. Don't run away. Okay. And I'm I'm just sprinting straight at him. Okay. All right. Um, so it will be their turns. And okay. uh, but th- I make it to the boulder. You do make it to the boulder. Mm-hmm. And they uh, let's see. Let me give I'm gonna give them a 25% chance to steal their steal themselves and stay and fight. Okay, they don't. Um, so they both, they look down at their buddies who have been crushed and they just like, fuck this. And they take off. And from the other shoreline, there comes, let's see here. Just a volley of arrows are launched in, in the air toward, toward the boat. And the first volley. Now do I, are they within 120 feet of me? Um, no, uh, they are 
85, 145 feet away from you. Okay. Which also puts him at disadvantage on the shots, right? Uh, 145 is still within is still within their normal range. If they're in oh, longbows, longbow? yeah. Yeah. yeah, I thought it so, was one twenty for some reason. Uh, it's one fifty and th- six hundred, so they can yeah, shoot wow. up to six hundred feet away. Yeah. Um, so this first one is going to be going. Let's see here. I mean, Jonas, the giant hand, right? So this first one's going to go toward Jonas. A thirteen. Uh. Filnir, sixteen. Misses. I'm going to catch. I'm going to catch shield on mine. A 13 hits you? you? You didn't cast mage armor when you woke up? Uh, no. Nope. I, I didn't say I did. Oh, uh, shit. I thought okay. we just hand You always, you, just, you have you mage just, armor you just take Dude, a, you have mage armor You take armor a one spell slot, level yeah. one spell slot tax every morning. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, it's like before you even have your coffee, like I cast mage armor. That's what Jonas does. I would, yeah. have, I would have done it on yeah. the boat. That's <laughs> Before cool. we yeah. got on the boat, I yeah. would have done it. 16, Filnir? Oh, that misses. Okay. Uh, and then John, 7, misses, right? Misses, yeah, misses. Filnir, 22? That will hit. Okay. Because Abel's gone. Abel is gone. All right. Ooh. Uh, 6 piercing and 11 poison damage. Okay. Okay. There go, there go my temp hit points. And this is not then, poison condition, right? It's just No, no, it's just a it's just a poison on the on the arrow. And this is the last one. This is coming to toward you, Jonas. Nine. Yep, miss. Okay. And uh and they begin to pull on the chain. And you can see now, Sam uh Abel, that there is a spot that is on the shoreline that is reinforced with rock. And this boulder, if it gets pulled toward this spot is going to slot into place. It's sort of a mm-hmm. depression. That's the boulder size over there. Ah, so that's um, how they move it. They pull the boulder in and lock it against that, like a wall. Yeah. Got it. And so, so, uh, it, they're going to, they're pulling it toward there and it just, it starts to move on you. Like, uh, it doesn't, get you there still getting rid of the slack but you can see that it's like it's it's going to start moving here soon okay i mean the first uh, thing that happens is the chain would get sort of come up out of the water tight not tight enough to stop the boat yet but that's you'd right. see the tension right and then it was yep. start pulling well and if it rolled over onto the bolt the first thing it's going to do is actually roll just the bolt's going to right out, itself right yeah 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 it's just going to slide yeah uh all right, so it's back to the boat people. The boat people. Um, it's Phil there, yeah. Um, okay. And they're 145 feet away. I'm still in the boat. I never got out of the boat. Yep. Um, well, I can't get across the water. Oh, no, I have water walking, don't I? Mm-hmm. Oh, you, you do? do? You guys all have water walk. How nice. long does that last? Eight an hours, hour. right? Oh, an hour. hour. An hour. Well, so it's gone then. Right. No, it's been I, more I than... cast it as our preparation for this attack. For this, for okay. this one, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, then I will hop out of the boat and go stand in the middle of the damn river <laughs> <laughs> uh, with my shield up and Eldritch blasts um, 
one of them first. So, uh, so you see uh, only a few heads, and what they've done is they have like popped up from the wall, shot and, and then duck. shot, and then yeah. Uh, uh, take, hmm. Just take cover, Phil. Near, take cover. We're getting out of here. All right. Um, <laughs> shit. Okay. Well, I guess if that's the case, let me retcon that a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Because um, if I can't see them, I'm not going to shoot them. Um, what do I have? Well, I don't have you anything. Can take the to shot can... with your long blow. Long blow. No, but I have to make it, which will take my action because I yeah. put it away, thinking the shield would be better in this yeah. situation. It well, probably it was. is. Yeah, it, was. it probably still is. <laughs> so yeah. far. Um I mean, I guess I could synaptic static them. Not worth it. Yeah, no, because we have a whole other thing to do. Marie, oh, do we know how far we are leaving? <laughs> <laughs> do we know how far it is between the embankments? Did Felipe tell us that? I mean, you can see it's it's uh well, so between here and the next like yeah. spot where the guys are. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. It's, it's another mile or so. Oh, okay. So it's not anywhere near an hour. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, there's nothing I can do then aside from, I guess I'll just take, I don't know what to do with this chain. It is, there is no weak spot. I don't have anything I can do with it to, I mean, you could hit the it. chain. I mean, it's an object. You could shoot yeah. the chain. I guess that's true. Um, I have my specter too, actually, who's over there. So let's have him hit the chain first. Okay. Um, he can life drain it. It's <laughs> 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 necrotic damage. I don't know if that does anything. That's um, the only attack he's got. But it's an eight anyway. See. So oh, probably I I, does an eight hit a chain? Probably. Artifacts? It, yeah. Uh, yeah, it'll hit. It'll hit. So DC 10 con save or the chain's maximum HP gets reduced. I mean, we don't have to do that part. We can just take the damage. So uh, this is really hard. Um, so quote the queen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what does it, his attack say it does? Would you actually read uh, it? Does it say it target a creature? Melee weapon attack plus four, reach five feet, one creature. Yeah, so he can't. Okay, so he can't, he's not hitting the chain. All right, so then he'll fly up to the top of that thing. Okay. Uh, it's right. 50 feet, so he's not going to make it. I guess he could dash. Okay. He'll dash over there. Okay. Okay. Um, all, right. all right, and then, um, let's see. And then, yeah, I mean, ugh. I think Phil is just going to take cover because I don't have anything that can reach that far until I get to 120 feet. Good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, John. Okay. So uh, we said there is a a divot where the rock is going to just kind of fall and get stuck. Yeah. How wide is that? Uh, it's uh, it's a little bit wider than the rock. So it's uh, the rock is like a. Uh, twelve foot radius. Uh huh. Um, I'm wondering if I break the divot open. Uh, yeah, I guess that's probably the smart. I was going to try to push the rock out of the way. Well, that way, when they chain. when they pull it, it'll they'll pull it into the water. No, but if it, it doesn't hit the divot, no, it's on a chain, so the chain will straighten it back out 
regardless, right? So the chain's going to pull it, pull it, pull it, pull Tim's, it, pull it, until Tim's it pulling his, his I'm using my, head, right I'm now. Using yeah. my yeah. headphone cable to demonstrate. It. So basically, like, no Jonas, matter what you do, the rock... come up with a plan for the next one. The chain will, the, the chain <laughs> will get straighten your head itself down. out. <laughs> unless, we, unless you can unbolt that chain or get rid of the catch. Wait, we're on the wrong side of the river for this. Yeah, I can unbolt it. Yeah, you can. All right, so... Uh, I'll, I'll I'll bring the hand back toward uh, me and Mr. Percy to kind of inter. You can interpose it. Can't interpose. You? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna cover us from. I'm gonna put us in cover. Oh man! So if they're shooting at you, you they have disadvantage now. Uh, well, they, yeah, they it... won't be able to see us, and they're gonna hit the hand, and the hand has okay. an AC of twenty. Oh shit! Okay, that's smart. <laughs> that's good. It's like a giant shield. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay, Sam. I cast stone shape and scoop the chain out of the boulder. <gasps> yep. Done. Fuck. Done. And okay. then I run 30 feet back towards the boat. Okay. Uh, as soon as you do this, the chain, you just see the slack goes super quick. The chain lifts up a little bit out of the water and then it just like skitters into the water where the bolt was and it goes into the water and, and you hear them cursing and, and, and wondering what the fuck is going on. Uh, uh, the, the, the two, the, the guys who are pulling the chain, who are turning the wheel. Um, and you get back to the boat and well, are you going, I well, mean, technically I'm 15 feet away from the boat. Okay. All right, but so if they'll you want to say I put no. a little extra oomph into it, no, they're going <laughs> to get shots on you. Can you scoop me up with your hand, John? <laughs> <laughs> too, too late. They're going to shoot at you. They're, they're going to get a sh- shot at you. So the interpose on Bigby's hand is a half cover, by the way. Okay. All right. So so here's the thing. We're going to go. They're still shooting at various people. So the first one is going to be toward uh, J- Jonas. Okay, that's a seven. That's going to miss. That's a miss. Um, same archer. Jonas. Eleven. Miss. Miss. Next one, Filnir. Uh, Sixteen. Miss. Miss. Um, natural 20. That uh, will hit. Oh, Damn. man. F- poor Filnir. This is sucks. This sucks. <laughs> Okay. And Abel's still 15 feet away from me, so. Ugh. Uh, 26. 40 13, 26, 40. 40 damage total. Okay. I'm alive. Damn. I'm not happy about it. All right. Next one is coming toward Abel. These last two guys are going to be shooting at Abel. 12. Miss. 18. Miss. 22. That will hit. Okay. Oh, fuck. 12 damage. That's terrible. And actually, you take half. 10 damage. damage. God damn. Okay. Uh, He has another attack. 23. There's another one? Yeah. Yeah, they get two shots each. God damn. He said there were two guys attacking you. Yeah, that one. All right. For another 13. All right, that's 13 damage. And then let's see, one, two, three, four. That's it. That's it. Um, and uh, you get back to the boat. Um, they want you to push off, and I'm guessing John is just going to like 
turn the boat with his hand. The hands is <laughs> yeah. going to spank the boat <laughs> and, and get, it, get it back get underway. Get it moving. You know, do a little, do a little, uh, pat it on uh, the side there. You know, yeah. <laughs> get it, push it, push it in the back. Get it moving along. <laughs> yeah, All right. that specter's going to go clean up up there. Yeah. Can. Okay. I mean, again, yeah. it, it, they can fight it. It doesn't actually have that ton of hit points. So I will. I will. Um, let's adjudicate that in a little bit. Um, yeah. Whatever. So, so Madamba. Oh. Madamba. What's that? Yeah, Madamba. What's he do? So Madamba is like this is just super fucking depressing for him. Like he's used to losing, but losing gloriously. Mm-hmm. And he looks over at you, Abel, and he says, I thought you were a warrior. Uh, you just, all you did was deconstruct their defenses. <laughs> <laughs> you were, uh, the Monterans should come and see all that we can do when they arrive. Felipe, I bet you've always wondered why you lost. I bet it's always been a real mystery to you. The great charge of the Nomon Pantherback is famous in the region, he says. Mm-hmm. And he just looks off. Yeah. I just wish it was famous for its success. <laughs> shakes his head and he looks down river and he just goes, Progress. Who needs it? (laughs) 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 So you're going more, keep going down the river. It's a straight shot. And he says, can we, can we please have another, a a different plan for this next embankment? Cause boy, scooping that chain out takes a lot out of me. I'm just going to (laughs) say, go to the wheelhouse next time. We can disable yeah, it from internal. Yeah, but then we got to kill all those guys, and there's all them soldiers there. Yes, but we're good at that. Mm. Also, if you could spare a heal, I feel like shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mr. Percy uh, um, says, um, "I'm, I'm wondering, I'm wondering if those chains." might be affected by the acid that I can cast. Mm. That's a good thinking person. Have it ready for the next one. Normally, I I only cast my acid inside of someone's mouth, but there's enough water here that I might be able to transmute it the way I do saliva. As long as it won't hurt the boat. Mm. It might hurt the fishies. Sacrifices must be made. And he takes out one of the ballista bolts and uh, puts it into water. And uh, he moves his fingers around a little bit. And uh, and he says, taste of the death. And he casts on this ballista bolt. And you see that the acid starts to bubble. And the ballista bolt in a matter of seconds falls over in half. He says, mm, I think it can work. Excellent. I think it's worth a try. How how long until the uh, the next embankment? He said it's Madame, a mile down the river. Yeah, Madamas is probably 20 minutes. 
And then how far past that till we disembark for the fort? When we arrive there, when we get to the disembark, when we get to the embankment, we should we should disembark immediately afterwards if we're going to circle around to the back of the dam. So, no time for a short rest on the boat. <laughs> uh, we, we we could if we kill the men. Assuming the warships aren't just behind us, we should have some time. Yeah, you can look back. It's not you can't see any warships right now for sure. But we don't know an hour into the future, right? What it might look like, right? Especially when we've just come around a big curve. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I've, I'm going to cast two level one cure wounds on Filmir. Okay. I'm just going to do 2d8. So that's 10 plus that. So that's 18 back. Okay. Gets me just over half. All right. So the plan is you're going to head down the river. Now this is going to be a straight shot. You're going to have a long time to see these people if you need to. Okay. Um, and they're going to have a long time to see us. <laughs> they are going to have a long time to see you. Um, uh, the chain, there's no, there's been no signal from, from the other embankment. Mm-hmm. Uh, and. Hey, maybe this one will be unmanned. And I mean, yeah. it's just the backup chain anyway, right? Yep. It's true. You, you stop the first boat with the first chain. Nothing else comes through. Yep. And you can see in the distance another sort of matching embankment. And this one has no wall. And you see no one on either side of the of the of the two chain buildings. And this one has two buildings, not just the rock. And you do not see the chain on either side of it. So you don't see it coming into the wheelhouse and you do not see it in, uh, you know, in the other building. And there's no obvious sign of it going into the water from anywhere. There's no obvious sign of it any, anywhere in there. And, uh, as you approach, one of the Rangers comes out of the forest and begins to wave at you. Uh, and and says, "Come to shore! Come to shore! Come to shore here!" It's one of Madama's rangers, and I would assume we come to shore there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and and you get to shore, and 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 he says, uh, "All the men are killed, but when we killed them, they told us there was no chain here ever." They said there are creatures in the water, large creatures that can pull a boat straight down. Do they control those creatures? No, but apparently they've been feeding them. The, the wheelhouse, it's not a wheelhouse at all. It's a, it's a giant chum wagon. They've been they've been throwing bits of fish and 
bits of cow and other animals. And I've even seen, there even seems to be human parts in there that they've been throwing in to the river here. Good Lord. In my younger days, I traveled with a band of minstrels who called themselves. (laughs) Chum buckets. Band of chum wagon. Uh, Ario chum wagon. Uh, <laughs> That's better. <laughs> uh, what should we do? And Madama says we should get in the boat, and we should find whatever lurks beneath the waves and kill it. As someone who's not prepared to cast any spells. I think it might be wise to take a safer approach than rushing headlong into battle with underwater creatures that can sink a boat at will. Is there chum in the chum wagon? Yes, there's there's plenty. I say we dump it in and see what comes up. Yes, or could we use it to lead them away? Where would you lead it? To the hawk boats. Are there no hawk boats? You mean in the lake? I suppose. That may be a problem later. Forget it. (laughs) (laughs) Madama says, "I, I think it's a good idea. Chum it up. See what comes up. Could be they were just making it up, but then why would they have all this chum here, chum? (laughs) We are very persuasive when we interview, interrogate uh, prisoners. And Madama looks at you and goes, they create zones of truth. (laughs) That is persuasive. That is very persuasive. Um, can we like ready actions? <laughs> are we gonna do <laughs> yeah. this? I mean, are you guys gonna do you guys gonna try to kill it? Well, I assume I mean, we get out the of the boat. Boat's gotta and get then... through. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna t- we're gonna do it from land though. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I think I'm ready for this. That is to say, it is something real. <laughs> is it possible we could speak with it describe <laughs> it in some way uh yeah no languages fill its <laughs> fill its belly so that it is satisfied and goes to sleep so at the edge of the forest Pawson is there and uh and and he says uh Master, yes, these these rangers are the true warriors, uh, but all they do is ride and ride and kill. They never in, enjoy the moment. I I prefer to travel with you. As soon as we're off this boat, Pawson, it's not big enough to accommodate you. Very well. You're still my master, though, yes? Yes. 
so the chum is in the thing it's it's far away and uh and and there is a a couple of wheelbarrows that are there that have clearly been used to like fill this thing up and it looks like they're probably just dumping it right at the shoreline all right tell me what you guys are going to do now all right, all right, arrows and bows, fellas, and I just tip them in. Okay, and then I back up and I hold I hold the spear at the ready. Okay, uh, give. Let's do. Um, we're gonna do uh, initiative. Uh, six. What? Oh, I got a three, baby. Uh-oh. It actually might help. Yeah, it might. Per- per- perfectly honest with you. Spectre got a 22. Wow, I got to roll a one and a natural 20. That's so initiative. crazy. <laughs> oh, man, you can see what that was. Damn it. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So you dump the chum in, mm-hmm. and um, the Spectre, it can go first. Um, I mean, it's going to hover over the chum okay can it see anything so it doesn't see anything and you don't actually see anything either and then so the chum is a little bit in the water i'm some of it's up on the shore and you just see the water move uh, ever so slightly and then you see a a a a small tentacle reaches out and begins to pull the chum that's on the shore and pull it toward the water. Okay. I think the specter would attack the tentacle. That's oh, sorry. That was the, the specter's turn. Oh, no, he didn't see it. Was he didn't see? Okay. That's fine. The, 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 the tentacled creature uh, went. And so Abel, it is you, you saw the tentacle reach up and pull down into the, into the river. Hmm. So I think I'm going to. Ooh, I was going to save this for later, but I think it's it's too good. I think we've got to use it now. Well, sorry, I'm dithering a little bit. I didn't think I was going to get to go first. I never go first. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to cast control water mm. and the, uh, the target is any freestanding water inside an area you choose that is a cube up to 100 feet on a side. And I can Holy choose from shit. multiple effects, but the one I'm going to do is part water. You cause water in the area to move apart and create a trench the trench extends across the spell's area, and the separated water forms a wall to either side. The trench <sighs> remains until the spell ends, or you choose a different effect. Oh my wow. god. So we should have a uh, 100 foot by 100 foot by 100 foot trench in the middle of the river with Holy whatever crap. this thing is sitting on dry land in the middle of it. Oh my god. <laughs> This is fucking awesome. <laughs> okay. So 
the water parts and it's this weird thing of like this wall of water and you see fish sort of like dropping out of the wall as it sort of opens up and and you you see the shape of something and it is gargantuan and uh and then it flops out and as soon as it's out of water it lands on the dry ground at the base of the of the river and it is a giant octopus and then another one falls out and another one falls out and another one falls out oh until God. there are five giant octopi sitting on dry ground in this trench and they are heavy for them like in this environment and uh you can tell that they are super uncomfortable and uh and you sort of get the sense that they know it was you that did this. <laughs> uh, and then and, I'm going to back 30 feet up. Okay. Away right. from the water. And I say, Jonas, barbecue him. <laughs> God, okay. Wow. All right. Wow. That's Fuck. my turn. Control water. Good work. Good okay. grief. All right. Uh, Jonas, I mean, here. I was going to have a really dramatic moment where we, I part the waters and we walk down to the hole at the bottom of the pond, but yeah, that's got, pretty cool to, too. Had, had to pull it out now. Yeah. That's pretty, this I'll, is I'll great. pull it out later too. Control water. If you're going to be on water is pretty dope. If you read the other spell effects on there, it's kind of amazing. That's wild. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay. All right. Um, man, giant octopi. There's a pile uh, of giant they're just, they're just sitting there. It's just and like, I'm also burning fourth level spell slots yeah. like they're candy. I mean, this yeah. stuff isn't free. Yeah. 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 But. Uh, all right. I'm just going to. Man, that's this what sucks. I mean, I'll just I'll just send in a fireball. I think. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be the most destructive I could be at this point. I could set it up with a storm sphere fireball later, but let's just do it now. Or you could do it at higher level. Yeah, but it's the scale isn't great. Okay, that oh, is going to be thirty-four fire damage, uh, DC sixteen dex save. And oh I'm guessing God. their dex save isn't great out of water. Probably not great. I don't know if they so there's not a separate dex save. Yeah. Um. But <laughs> it doesn't matter. At least this disadvantage is gonna be, of something. It's going to be really bad. Um. <laughs> I'm going to give him disadvantage. Well, yeah, I'll give him disadvantage on this. I think that's fair. I think that makes sense. I mean, they're not, they don't have great decks anyway. Okay. So the first one fails with a four. Uh, the second one fails with a five. Jesus Christ. <laughs> the next one fails with a 14. Yes. Wow, John. This is the perfect. Fails with a five. Yeah. <laughs> and the final one. Jesus Christ. This is insane. Fails with a 10. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. So they're not dead. But That's 150 I mean, they're not, damage. That's <laughs> not great. 
Sorry, 107. But they're not great. They're, they're having great. a bad day. Yeah. <laughs> this is very surprising. I, this is very surprising. Um, <laughs> I, 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 Cleric changing their spells on a long rest is uh, it's rough. clutch. Yeah, man. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, excellent turn, everybody. <laughs> um, it's Filnir's wait, turn. It's my turn now. Filnir, it's your turn. Um. Since all my spells are basically it's like you're gonna same. bring a spell slot, or you're just gonna poke them with arrows. <laughs> how bad? How bad? Do, how charred do they look? They look. They look like you could eat them right now, and they'd be pretty tasty. <laughs> like, like that's what they look like. They look delicious. Um, I feel like I want to save the resources. Like I could mm-hmm. static them, but I feel like that's going to become more useful later. Yeah. Although yeah. I could probably How many spell fry slots do you have right now? Two. Yeah, I wouldn't use one on this. Yeah. So I will uh I'll Eldritch Blast one of them first and then the next one, another one next, and let's just see how this goes. Uh so first one, thirteen to hit, guessing. Hits. Hits. Ooh. Ooh. Natural AC. Beasts. Yeah. I mean, they're invisible in water. Right. Uh, Perfect 10 on that roll. So 10 damage. Not dead. Not dead. And then, let's see. You're going to hit it again? Yeah, I'll hit the same one again. Uh, 18. Clearly that's going to hit. Three damage. Not dead. Oh, my gosh. I'm sorry. That Tim, that sucks. You should have killed that guy. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, I guess I'm debating whether I pull it for 10 feet in a straight line, which would presumably pull it up off the ground, but they're giant. So I don't know how much that makes a difference and they have tentacles and stuff. So I don't feel like it's going to yeah. fly 10 feet up and then go crashing to the floor. All right. Okay. Um, that's it. Oh, and then I'm going to back away from the shoreline. Specter. Specter is going to go down and, uh, attack the one that I just pummeled so life drain 23 to hit okay and then it's 3d10 necrotic possible that doesn't kill it possible (laughs) uh 10 damage there's a five a one and a four that one just keels over dead and the ranger who's there has a has an arrow knocked and he is looking at abel with fear in his eyes and he does not fire into the said, into the fire, water. Fire, you fool! <sighs> and he and he lets go of his arrow, and it shoots into the water, but it it doesn't hit anything. And he is ho- horrified at this scene. <laughs> he's never seen anything like this before, and he's been around. Um, okay, so these octopi only have ten feet of movement. Jo- Jonas out of, out of the water. Jonas, what, water. what day is it? What day of the week? <laughs> Tom, I'm not going to tell you what to do here, but the specter is there. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this one is going to definitely reach up and grab uh, at the at the specter. Now he's he get disadvantage. What is the deal with the specter here? No, he's just an undead, chaotic, evil flying okay. creature. Uh, 20. His, that's a hit. All right. So, here's the deal. Um, 
he's going to take seven damage. Okay. And he is now grappled by this one. He cannot be grappled. Well, fuck. All right. <laughs> but he'll take um, the seven damage. And so a hundred feet wide. <sighs> yeah. Far. These, yeah. It's, it's far. far. He's just, I mean, 50 they're feet gonna, to the wall of water on either side. Yeah. Yeah. So, so he is going to move 10 feet toward the shore. Oh, he's actually got resistance to bludgeoning damage too. So he only takes half of that. Awesome. Perfect. That, he's still alive. <laughs> Uh, oh yeah yeah of course he's still alive all right <laughs> the next one's gonna attack the specter because what else is it gonna do 15 that'll hit and that's gonna be uh nine four damage because four damage fucking thing Resistance. another one's gonna attack why not let's let's see <laughs> 20 that'll hit all right madamba is seeing your uh specter be ripped apart here and he's not feeling so great about the deal he tried to make with you um <laughs> three more damage uh-huh alive yeah oh my god and the last one eight that misses okay how many hit points and does that thing have i thought it had like two 27 wow nice. jesus that's wow. nice all right, resistance so, to bludgeoning. Perfect for killing octopi. Yeah. <laughs> resistance so to almost anything that's not magical. So these almost. octopi are like slowly sliming their way along the riverbed toward you. Um, but they're just, I mean, they're never going to catch up with you. They're never going to catch up to you. <laughs> <laughs> like never, ever, 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 ever getting back together. With you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, and it is Abel. Was that a it's Scott Thursday, Abel. <laughs> I turn to the Rager and I go, this is a very typical Thursday for us. <laughs> <laughs> and then I yell, good shower, spear shower. <laughs> Throw my spear. Does anybody closest. else have a spear? <laughs> Not equipped, no. <laughs> I throw Nickel. my spear Let at the closest uh, octopus. <laughs> But somewhere, I suppose, more. ears start ringing. Yeah, okay. right. <laughs> Let's see. Hold on. What's my throne? It's the same as my one-handed spear attack, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You just lose the spear at the end of it. 13. Hits. That is 11 damage. Beautiful. This guy is not dead. Ah. Okay. And... Because they all took the same 34 yeah, damage. Yeah. I'm making sure. And they had to take at least. Yeah, no, it's a weapon attack. I was just making more. sure I still got my divine strikes, even if it was a ranged attack. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go ahead and use. I've, I've got three spears, right? I'm going to yeah. use war priest. And I'm going to throw. I'm going to throw a second spear. Okay. 24. Oh, 24. Yeah. Sam has. Yeah. Yeah. All right. It hits. 24 hits. It's eight. And your spear cuts through him and he just slumps down to the ground dead. Okay. This could have been a much more dangerous fight. Yes. (laughs) Yes. This should have been much more dangerous fight. All right. right. Uh, And then I'm going to, I'm going to back away again. I'm just going to back up 10 feet. God damn it. All right. Jonas. (laughs) Jonas. <laughs> <laughs> the guys seem to have it under control. I'm gonna Cantrips, Jonas. Cantrips. I'm gonna fire a firebolt at the 
That's the one guy. Oops, I'm losing my stuff here. The next bolt. nearest guy. Ah, oh, that's a 10. That's a miss. Oh. Man. And then I'm going to back are, up. Are you going to war priest him? <laughs> oh, no. No. Okay. All right. My channel divinity? No. Yeah. I'm just going to back okay. up. I mean, these guys got a few rounds before they get to us. Yeah. Get- All right, Phil Near, it's you. All right. Uh, I guess we're just Eldritch blasting. Unless you want to hand wave this. I and mean, what, we got five rounds till they get to the shore? Four rounds till they get to the I shore? I mean, you're going to definitely kill them. You guys are just going to attack them with just little nuts, shitling nothings. Yeah, of course. Yeah. We're not going to waste yeah. resources on this. Phil Near, go ahead. All right. So 21, that hits for 10 damage. All right. Uh, same one again. 19 yeah. that'll hit for eight damage so that Dead. one's down yeah all right uh, so the archer finally finds his his uh her 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 spirit and sinks four arrows two <laughs> two into this one into the, the the into one and two into the other and they both die and you are looking at this like I mean, it's gruesome. It's a pile of dead giant octopi. And I have to walk down there to get my spears back. <laughs> yeah, for sure. How deep is the river right there? I mean, I guess it's, uh, it's only the about, water's gone. It's only about 15 uh-huh. feet yeah. deep. Okay. There. I mean, I'm sure it's kind of sludgy. It's um, very sludgy. What's What's the ranger's name? Um, Agazar. Agazar, you want these arrows? <laughs> Gross. No, thank you. <laughs> this is awful. Right. Uh, so when you get in the silt, you start to sink uh, in a little bit. Jonas will Jonas will clean them up for you. <laughs> um, give me a um, give me a uh, a a a deck saving throw for walking through silt. Mm, okay. <laughs> Fourteen. God damn it! <laughs> I really wanted you to fall. Take one damage, Take one and damage have to roll a- lose, lose my concentration, concentration. <laughs> <laughs> and have the water come crashing in on you, and you get swept into the river and die. <laughs> fucking terrible. Fuck no, but seriously, like I love you guys, but fuck you guys. This is like Jesus Christ. This isn't even combat and by then, shenanigans. This is as, straight up D and D. Straight up D and D. Wait, <laughs> as I walk out of the river, and I lose my concentration, I, you know, release my concentration and let the water flow back into the gap in a swirling torrent. I just, I just pat the ranger on the back and I say, "Ehi will not prevail." <laughs> <laughs> and the ranger. Just kind of like looks over at Felipe Madamba and looks back at you and says, I just, I think we've been going about things all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and, and thus ends episode 48, <laughs> not the end of season two <laughs> of the Dungeon Dads podcast. Uh, this is just I, this is gruesome. Well, here's the here's the funny thing. Like calamari, like, anyone? Right? <laughs> Tom's like, um, man, you know, I can't believe we, you know, we didn't get it to the end in this episode. 
But he was expecting that fight to be much longer and harder. (laughs) (laughs) He was expecting like a two-hour episode. Well, listen, what I had planned is that you guys were going to make it through the chains. Uh, The rangers weren't going to stop you. You're going to get in the boat. They were gonna, the octopi were going to grab you. They were going to take you down the hole and bring you uh, into the thing, and you're going to fail at your whole mission. Then I figured you just all you're doing is winning. I'll give you a chance to win, and and um, I'm doing my best to be on your team. Like I'm still Team Philobonus. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm still team Philobonus here, but uh, I'm, it's really you're really testing me. Like you're really, really <laughs> testing me. Uh, and you know the fans love sassy Tom. So <laughs> well, I I mean, I mean, God love them. I just I feel like if, as a DM when you're sub five, sub fifth level, any little thing that I do to you could potentially like be deadly and this could be deadly but this is just like you're just following the rules you're not even doing anything cool parting water (laughs) just Just parting water water and burning up octopi i mean i mean i hope it's fun for you it it was a pile of giant octopi yes that was that was a lot of fun i mean the question is wasn't wasn't your hand still technically active couldn't have it come by and just started like smacking i only i it only lasts a minute Oh, okay. Yeah, so it was gone. That's too bad. Yeah. I have a question for John, maybe in the bonus episode, about the difference between Bigby's hand and telekinesis. And I know he has big thoughts about this. And uh, and I want to... I want to see his thoughts on on a couple of things about this uh, when we when we go to the the table talk. Um, but table wow. talk. Holy <laughs> shit, bonus guys. episode. <laughs> I mean... Hop onto the Patreon. <laughs> Come it's listen. probably it's probably another at least one episode, maybe two episodes at the end of this season. You know, I, I just I thought it was over. <laughs> I mean, listen, you're kind of the one writing the story. I know. <laughs> I know. It's my fault. It's OK. We appreciate it. We all like right. playing more. Yeah, we're having a blast. Listen, I, I, well, and I will say in all seriousness, he could have railroaded us a lot harder. And yeah. the fact that he did not is what has extended this time a little bit. It's my um, fault, sure, but it, but is also <laughs> what makes the game more interesting to play. I like if that. if Felipe Madamba had been like, "No, we got to do it this way, and it's the only way," and for whatever made up reasons, any other ways you try to do it won't work, wouldn't be nearly as interesting. Look, if I was a better writer and storyteller, <laughs> I would have had a more compelling reason that it had to be that way. <laughs> I just didn't have it, and I'm, I can't railroad you if I can't give you a compelling narrative reason why it has to That's be a true. certain way. I can't do it. <laughs> so, so yeah, no, I was working the last several weeks on. But wait, how do I get them to do this thing? And I couldn't do it. I was like, all right, Floopy is going to give this plan. If they don't like it, then they don't have to do it they can come up with something else which i'm sure they will <laughs> i think i think we are straying into bonus episode territory yeah sorry guys we are indeed. Right. just All a little right, well, sneak preview yeah <laughs> come on back toodaloo everybody toodaloo, toodaloo. episode 48 hey everyone thanks again for listening this is tim uh very quickly i just wanted to point you to a company uh that we've been working with it's called rpg and co 
run by a man. Yeah. Thank you. Run by Brian Weiss, whose T-shirt designs you may have actually seen on some other bigger shows merchandise. But he helped us with our new branding, which you can now see on our website, on our social channels, all that kind of stuff. Um, Just wanted to say thank you to him for his help point you guys there and let you know he also has a coupon code for his shop where he's got some more of his personally designed super cool merchandise so go over there what's the code what's the code tip dungeon dads 15 all one word just type it in there dungeon dads 15 play rpg and co.com is the website and we'll of course have it linked in the show notes for you yeah thanks so much brian if you're listening to this man you love the work you did for us it's it's incredible and i love your stuff man been fantastic. John, he's got an 86 magnet I want to buy you for the back of your car. <laughs> <laughs> Go check it out. Play RPG and code.com and the code is Dungeon Dads 15.